I'm Kev Jackson. Welcome to ChatPod, the Chatabout podcast. We have an interesting topic today, weekend emergency pet care. We have Megan Fitzpatrick and we have Charlotte Roy here to talk about it. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, I'm just curious, and we'll start with you, Charlotte. Um, what are we What are we trying to accomplish? Um, we do not have emergency weekend pet service here. You want it to happen, so what's going on? Well, we used to have it here mm-hmm. in Bemidji before the pandemic, uh, but the pandemic really affected our veterinary offices and the services they could provide. Um, in large part because of some staffing shortages that are pervasive now um, throughout society. We're all aware of how difficult it is to be short-staffed, and and so they're aware of the problem. But um, because of that, there are no veterinary offices in the Bemidji area that are offering emergency vet services after hours um, and on weekends. And so, you know, emergencies don't just happen during business hours. Um, they often happen, you know, if you're if if you have hunting dogs or or take your pets out on the weekends. It usually happens on on the weekends when when you um, are out with your dogs out and about. And so so this creates a problem because we're directed to Fargo or Duluth for emergency care, and that then requires a two to two and a half hour drive, sometimes on icy roads, while your pet is you know perhaps in distress while you're trying to drive. Um, and maybe the delay is going to, you know, have impacts on your pet's recovery. Um, so mm-hmm. that's that's a real stress and source of anxiety for community members. And then also the end of life is very difficult, right? So if you aren't sure if you're going to have, a, you know, a problem over the weekend, you know, a lot of people are, are forced to make difficult decisions on a Friday afternoon to put their, their pet down early, even if they might have a week or a month because they just want to ensure that their pet doesn't suffer on that long drive. So, you know, this affects, you know, all kinds of pet owners in our community, you know, that are faced with problems that don't necessarily occur during during business hours. So our hope is to demonstrate a need for emergency vet care and a business market here in the in the local area. Okay. So Megan, what are we going to do to try to address this issue? Yeah, yeah. So we have um, created a petition on uh, the website change.org. Um, folks can find it by getting on change.org and just searching Bemidji Emergency Vet or Bemidji Veterinary. Um, and we are, as Charlotte said, hoping to um, demonstrate that there is a strong need in our community and a viable business market here. Um, so we're asking folks to sign if they would use a, an emergency veterinary location in Bemidji in an emergency. Um, and I am planning to send the petition to um, several places that I hope can help. Um, so I will send the petition to our local veterinary practices. Um, we understand that they are short-staffed, but we're hoping that this might um, inspire them to participate in a rotation where they can share the burden of covering after-hours emergency care um, or potentially hire more staff. I know that a couple of the local clinics now are corporate-owned, so we're hoping that the petition um, could help them um, get some leverage with their corporate owners to bring more staff in through their companies. Um, 
Additionally, I will send the petition to some of the um, a couple of the regional veterinary corporations that specialize in emergencies. So a couple that I know of are um, Blue Pearl Pet Hospital, which has a location in Duluth, um, and Red River Animal Hospital in Fargo. Um, so for those groups, we really want to demonstrate a good business market here. Okay, um, you know the. Petition is a is kind of a loaded word. You think of it as big, big protest. You're not really trying to protest. Other, than, you're more trying to make uh, potential providers aware that there is a market for this. Exactly, exactly. We are trying to advertise our need and, and advocate for ourselves. Exactly. Um, our vets are working really hard. They are understaffed and they just can't work twenty four seven. So we are trying to help and let people know what we're trying to do. Charlotte. Um, there's a there's a lot of stories out there, I'm sure, about the, how, what a problem this can be and how heartbreaking it can be. Yeah, absolutely. And lots of folks that have already signed our petition have have it told us stories about how they are, you know, have had pets die in the car on, tra- you know, in transit to Fargo um, or or Duluth, and and they've mentioned that it's so stressful they maybe don't want to have another pet because it's it's just really stressful to know you don't have the resources you need to provide for your animal or your, you know, some people see their pets as family members. Mm -hmm. Um, But personally, uh, my husband and I have a Gordon Setter um, puppy, Jack, and he's a bird dog. So he loves to be running through the woods. And, you know, puppies in the woods can get into all kinds of troubles. Um, Recently, he got a Sicily seed in his third eyelid over the weekend and we couldn't get him into care until Monday. And the vet had indicated that if they had emergency care available, that they would have suggested we bring him the next day. Um, he also ate something like puppies do that he's not supposed to. And he got a bowel obstruction. And that can be life-threatening. And so we were concerned, you know, should we get in the car and go to Fargo? Or is he going to be okay through the night? You know, and so, you know, those are the types of, of problems um, that we've encountered. Uh, but I, I'm constantly also worrying about things like porcupines and, you know, barbed wire that's out in the, you know, out in um, not necessarily easy for me to see and direct him away from. Um, pets get hit by cars. You know, there's all kinds of, of things that happen that you're not planning for and even being very careful, you can't avoid. And so those are some of the some of the things that I think about with Jack. Megan Fitzpatrick and Charlotte Roy are my guests. We are discussing a petition for night and weekend emergency vet service in our area. I'm just going to throw this out here. I'm, my, my daughter had a cat with a lot of health issues and a couple different times. Um, and, and she had to get in the car and decide, yeah, I better get to Fargo. And, and not only do you have the tragic stories, but you have the stories where you get to Fargo and they say, you know, that could have waited till Monday. Well, you know, it's a lot easier to be inconvenienced when the drive is 20 minutes than when it's two and a half hours and two and a half hours back. And if it is something, then you're you're paying for a uh, uh, hotel. And I mean, there's just a lot of expense incurred that, uh, yeah, if it's just down the road, uh, it's better for the pet. And it's certainly better for a lot of people's economic situation. And some people don't have reliable transport to get to Fargo in an unplanned situation. You know, mm-hmm. not everyone has a, a car and, and the ability to, you know, to travel that distance. So, you know, it can it can be stressful for in in a number of different ways. Yeah. Megan, you said you had talked to a lot of the providers here and it sounds like they're kind of on board with you trying to make something happen. Yeah. Um, the, the common thread, I would say, that came up was that 
uh, they they were short staffed, but they they were also concerned about the situation, and they uh, they. Um, I think just weren't uh, sure how to move forward without being able to to hire more folks. Um, so that's why we're coming in and hoping to provide some some community support and help um, advertise our need and help them get more people up here. Have you had the uh, either of you had the chance to talk with some potential re- regional providers? Have they shown any interest at all? Um, we have not talked with any yet. Um, okay. We're hoping that this petition will be a very like strong start uh, yeah. to a conversation. Um, and is the petition live now? It is. Yes, it is up on uh, the website change.org. Okay. Um, folks can just search for Bemidji Vet or Bemidji Veterinary on change.org, or they can go directly to our website, um, which is www.change.org slash BMJ Emergency Vet Petition. Okay. Change.org slash BMJ Emergency Vet Petition. That's right. Okay. Uh, and the petition will be live until March 10th. And at that point, I'm going to write up some letters and get it sent out to these potential providers. Okay. Um, have you seen much action on the petition thus far? Yeah, we have um, just over 450 signatures right now. Um, so we have seen a lot of interest. Um, folks have also been providing um, stories, comments about why they are signing the petition. Um, you know, a lot of concern about um, their pets, folks who have had to make that stressful drive to Fargo or Duluth. Um, and we, we would love to get more signatures. The more we can get, the more convincing we're going to be to some of these potential providers. Okay. Um, what made you come up with the idea of the petition? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a great question. Uh, yeah, it just seemed like um, like a, a way to get a lot of people together. It's, it seemed like there was a lot of need in the community, um, and there were a lot of posts on Facebook, for example. Um, and it, it just seemed like we might have a lot of power in, in communication if we could get everyone's stories together and directed to some of the folks who might help. Um, so uh, the, a petition just seemed like a, a natural way to get a lot of folks' comments in this, the same place. Okay. Anything else we should know and anything else we should do uh, besides sign the petition? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think it would be um, great. Some folks aren't aware that we don't have emergency care nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would suggest if you have a pet, just um, figure out what's available and maybe have a plan so that you don't have to come up with something um, spur of the moment um, if you do have a sudden emergency after hours. Okay. Charlotte, any thoughts from you? I think that that to talking to your vets and letting them know how this is affecting you and and how it how meaningful it is and how much you appreciate them as well, but also how meaningful it would be to you to to be able to have these services restored um, after the pandemic. I think would be you know talking is always a a good step. All right. <laughs> Uh, Megan Fitzpatrick, Charlotte Roy, they're working on the petition, change.org slash BMJ emergency vet vet petition. petition. (laughs) All right. Uh, Do sign that petition. I think uh, I don't think there's a lot of people who wouldn't think this is a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Megan and Charlotte, thanks for being here today. Thank Thank you for having us. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us today on ChatPod, the Chatabout podcast.